0: Welcome to my most authentic life. My name is Fede Vargas. Thank you for joining me. Every week on here, you hear an inspiring message that will empower you to lead a more authentic and fulfilling life. In today's solo short episode, we're going to unpack the concept of enoughness, or what I also call an awareness of inner wealth. We'll look at how this has shaped my life from childhood to present day, and then we'll talk about a common phrase in the Latino community, neither aquí, ni ya," neither here nor there. And we'll look at how this popular phrase can tell us so much about the concept of enoughness. So let's get to it. Are you enough? I've had to grapple with this question my entire life. Am I Latino enough? Am I Canadian enough? Am I gay enough? And looking back at my life, I've realized that the misalignment with the answer to that question came from developing a scarcity mindset at a young age. The misalignment came from my misunderstanding of what enoughness meant, or a lack of awareness of my inner wealth, or maybe I was being sold on an idea of enoughness by society that has really always been unattainable. I was born in Acapulco, a resort town on Mexico's Pacific coast. It's a beautiful place, but I was born there, so I am biased. It was the jewel of Mexican tourism. Before Cancun, before Tulum, it was Acapulco. And with it being a tourist town... A lot of my family, in one way or another, was associated with the hospitality industry. And regular life meant access to touristy things, hotel pools, and everything that I saw and that I experienced was somehow associated with the tourism lifestyle. And then on occasion, my parents would have friends visit. My parents had studied English in the U.S. when they were younger. So, some of those friends would come visit and stay at some of those fancy hotels. So, imagine what this was like for a five, six year old boy going to these hotels with beautiful views, stunning pools, and nice things. I developed an awareness at a young age of the type of life that was being lived by the gringos versus the type of life that was being lived back there with the regular people. Now, there wasn't anything wrong with the way we lived. We had everything that we needed. I was a happy boy. But I was aware of the contrast between the two sides at a time when Mexico was at the peak of an economic crisis. So those Experiences, those contrasts were impactful. An idea began to take shape the idea that I didn't come from enough, that life was greener on the other side. And at that early age, my scarcity mindset begins to develop. So as we continue here, consider. Where did your scarcity mindset begin? Because early shaping of this mindset absolutely connects to your present-day concept of enoughness. That's just my personal story, but we all have our own version of this. It's what's shaped so many of our journeys. If you're listening to this podcast, you have your own version. Unfortunately, my story is not unique. It's rooted in the transactional nature of the society that we live in. Consumerism. Lynn Twist talks about this in her book, Unleashing the Soul of Money. Her work has impacted me greatly. She speaks of the culture of more is better. There's never enough, and that's just the way it is. So as we continue, consider when, when, did your scarcity mindset begin for you? So let's fast forward many years into the future. I'm thriving in my career in Canada. And what has the scarcity mindset produced? It's produced a high achiever. And why do I need to achieve? I need to prove my worth. So I'm in the thick of it, in a high adrenaline sales job. And my idea of enoughness is Shaped by that contrast from those experiences in Acapulco. And that's how I start measuring success. I want to be that guest at that fancy hotel. But all of this is not only anchored by that childhood memory. Now it's reinforced by everything around me. The culture of more is better. There's never enough, and that's just the way it is. So I build my life around the shoulds. You know, I talk a lot about the shoulds, and in shooting all over myself, I start living the dream. I had what many people would consider a very cool job. I was jet-setting to different continents, flying business class, staying at really nice hotels. Winning and dining clients, that little boy from Acapulco had made it. He was successful. Now, very important aside here, those experiences are part of my life journey. I met some really awesome people that I still know to this day and that I care for. I wouldn't trade those experiences because every life has its own unique path. And I needed to have those experiences to eventually become awake and to come back to a life with purpose. And those experiences provided perspective. But the point of the story is that at one point towards the end, while living the dream, I really lost my way. I had followed the path that I should. I followed all the rules. I had an awesome education. I was really successful at my job. I had the quote-unquote personality. And guess what? It still wasn't enough. I found myself trying desperately to prove my worth. I had given everything. My mental sanity, my health, my soul... But I was stuck in this system with a glass ceiling, feeling unfulfilled and miserable. After all of that, after playing the game for so many years, the resounding answer that kept coming back to me was still, you're not enough. And that realization is the ultimate situation for the question Would you rather live a comfortable lie or an uncomfortable truth? So now let's fast forward again. I'm on that career break I've spoken about, and I'm re-engineering, I'm retooling, I'm rewiring myself. And after my career ended, it took 18 months to eventually launch this podcast. And I did that by answering the questions, what did I really want to do with my life? And how? did I want to make an impact. I was in a unique situation where I could decide my own fate. And I thought to myself, if I'm lucky enough, I could live another 40, 50 years. So really, this detour in life, while scary and a little unpredictable, could just be a little blip. Now, yes, I don't have it all figured out. It's a risk, and it's a risk I'm willing to take. Because there's a question I don't want to answer in the future. And that's the question of what if. Another 40, 50 years is a long time to not be doing what you love. But think about the flip side of that. What if we don't have another 40, 50 years? Kind of morbid, but what if we have a lot less? So I came back to my passion for audio, my creative yearning, my desire to build meaningful connections with people, and I decided this is how I wanted to make an impact. And despite the uncertainties ahead, my concept of enoughness has changed. Now it's a deep awareness of my inner wealth. And that is something that I can tap into every day. Now, for this next part, let's talk about that phrase "ni daqui ni da allá," neither here nor there. It's a very common phrase in the Latin, Latinx, Latine communities. It's heard a lot in Latino pop culture, and basically, it's a state of in betweenness. It's used by first generation Latinos to describe our shared experiences, and it can also be used by people with my history that little boy from Acapulco that came to Canada at a very young age. Now, first we'll talk a bit about what neither here nor there means, set the stage, and then we'll look at a couple of examples of how this is connected to the concept of enoughness. So yeah, by looking at this expression a bit deeper, we are unearthing more layers to enoughness. Because what happens when you're neither here nor there? In that in-betweenness of the two cultures, two things happen. There is an overlap of the cultures or a gap is created. An overlap or a gap. And isn't that the stickiness and the beauty of personal growth overall, right? We're always swimming in this in-betweenness. I first experienced... Neither here nor there when I started traveling as a backpacker. I was in my late teens. I did the European capitals circuit. And that's when I started to understand the power of this phrase. When people would ask me, Where are you from? In Canada, my answer was, I'm from Mexico. But when I was abroad, my answer was, I'm Canadian. And in Canada, I would get responses like, oh, wow, your English is very good. And abroad, I would get responses of, wait, you don't look Canadian. So there you go. (laughs) That's the confusion of ni de aquí, ni de allá in a nutshell. So now a couple of quick examples to support this phrase. Like I said, the stickiness and the beauty of personal growth lies in that ocean of in-betweenness. And it's in that unknown where sometimes things overlap and those gaps are created that we find the true essence of enoughness. One of the biggest freedoms that comes from being in this state is that you have the ability to break free from external norms and to challenge external norms. The biggest example for me is my coming out story. Coming out is the greatest expression of authenticity. And that expression comes from knowing that you're enough. You need to know you're enough to challenge the societal, the cultural, and the family pressures. It's absolutely liberating and a recognition of your enoughness. And the second point is about belonging. That little boy in Acapulco that I've been referencing throughout this episode didn't always fit in. It's in the exploration that happens when you're neither here nor there. It's on that journey to find your place that leads you on this road to authenticity. I've said that the most simple definition of authenticity for me is when you're living life in alignment. And for me, alignment is enoughness. And you know, it's taken me a while to get there and the journey continues But it was this beautiful extended stay in Mexico during my transformational journey where I was able to illuminate this enoughness inside me. In a tactile form, I experienced the beauty of my culture. But I was living on the Riviera Maya, a tourist Mecca. So again, I found myself living in the in-betweenness. I found myself experiencing the two contrasts. I was hanging out with a lot of expats, a lot of gringos, but I also had the real Mexico at my doorstep. I had the best of both worlds. In that overlap and in those gaps, I was able to fix, able to align, able to reconcile that scarcity mindset that started with that little boy way back when. It turns out that I actually come from enough. In fact, I come from a lot. And when you illuminate that inner wealth inside you, no one can ever take that away from you. That's today's episode. Thank you for listening and keep on living. Time on.